I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The new, the newly refurbished Mavs.com. Got a facelift yesterday. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Hey, that's a heck of a facelift. That's that is the website right now. Go to Mavs.com if you haven't been to it. Seriously, that it looks amazing right now. They you what know, do the kids say? A glow up. That is a glow up. definitely a glow up. It looks so good. Yeah, a bunch of cool information on there, how they have the roster and everything. It's been in the works for a bit, and it launched uh, yesterday. So go check that out. As a reminder, Nick throws it out there for me at the very beginning when he describes me that I'm a contributor to Mavs.com. You can find all my writings on Mavs.com, the team site there. Click the link in the description of the podcast. Click on the link right underneath, and you'll be able to get to all of Isaac's stuff. I've taken the last month or so off once the season ended from writing, uh, but I'm I have a piece coming up in the next uh, or this week, so uh, I'll get back in the groove with that and I'll promote the pieces on here. But right now, it's all about <laughs> the schedule is out. How have we how have we wasted this much time in the podcast without talking about the schedule? I can't believe it. I mean, once the season the schedule drops, we can pretty much tell you if they're going to make the playoffs or not. Right? This is it. I mean, this is what matters right here. It's because we can we can analyze. And Isaac, let me tell you. We can mm. look at these games. We can pick them out. And you can pretty much tell what's going to be a make or break time for your team. And you just yeah. know just by looking at the games. I mean, just by looking at the three letters, the acronym for the name of the teams, I just know. I can just feel it. Like, I can see the game. There's just something about seeing the letters on the screen that allows me to see through all of it. And I can just tell where the Mavericks are going to finish. Honestly, I should I should go to Vegas and, and start gambling because right now I have all the information I need. I didn't know. I mean, it's crazy that they play every team in the league. That's one of the things. At, at that, least twice. At least twice, which is absolutely insane. And when the schedule drops every year, I always wonder, I always wonder like, hey, are they going to play everybody? You know, twice, once maybe. And then it drops and you're like, oh my gosh, they're playing every team twice and so do you have is there a certain stretch that like pops out to you the most that you that you you know it's going to be a pivotal moment you know there there is a stretch i was looking through the schedule and i was trying to pick out specific moments and and here's the one and i'll tell you let me let me tell you this okay listen the dallas mavericks have this young team and they're going to be tested this season in ways that they have never been tested before luka doncic euro league that's a thing a thing of the past Porzingis, the Knicks, that's a thing of the past. No more China this year? (laughs) No China trip this year, thing of the past. Don't have to worry about it this season. And they're just going to be, they're going to be invigorated from not having to go to China this year. But here's the stretch that's going to test them more than anything. Friday, January 17th, home game, Mm. Portland Trailblazers. These guys went to the Western Conference Finals last year. The game on ESPN at home. This is the, this is the big time right here. You're playing a Western Conference Finals team. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. Damian Lillard kills the Mavericks. He's going to come into their building, and they're going to try to take it from him. A couple days later, they get a couple days rest. Clippers at home. Boom. 
one of the best teams in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and then two days after that, at Portland on TNT. That's no way. two national TV games in seven days, six days. That's the test right there. That's in January, that's when we'll know. Before the All Star break, we'll know if this team has it or not. Has you know, it. How, dra- you know how draining that is? To play on national television twice. It's just something week. about the cameras, you know. Like there's a certain they have to bring in extra lights, and so the it's, just, it's just extra draining on the team. And so that's what they say: the lights are brighter because they bring in extra lights, and the cameras are just different. It's a different atmosphere. You have, I mean, the ESPN game. They probably have Jeff Van Gundy. Like they can probably hear him while they're playing. It just the it, shine off his head. It just matters more. Mark it's Jackson huge. saying things like, like when you when you contest a three point shot. And the other other player makes it, and you can hear in the back of your head, "Mama, there goes that man." That's just it for your career. I mean, we've seen people get their career just get wasted after they get scored on like that. That's a heck of a stretch. The national games are just—I mean, it's massive. Two, two and three games against the same I, team, Isaac. If they don't get both of those games, we know this team isn't a playoff team. See, my eyes go to one spot in the schedule, and that—I mean—that's February twenty-first. Hmm. February 21st, coming off All-Star yeah. All-Star break, All-Star weekend. It's going to be draining. Lucas first All-Star uh, All-Star weekend. It's going to be awesome. Vince Carter hopefully is like honored as kind of like Dirk and Wade last year, and it's just a fun All-Star weekend. Bam, first game at Orlando. You know how tough Orlando's going to be coming out of the break? That Steve, length? Steve, the length, Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon. Have you seen Vooch. the videos of Markel Fultz? That, I mean, you, that is scary. Like, DeLon Wright has his work cut out for him that game. They're going to be – I mean, Disney World right off the bat is going to be insane for you them. You know Luka is going to go crazy with the NBA experience. He's going to be out all night. All night. I just – I can't believe that Orlando th- right off the break is – I mean, it's it's going to be a huge moment in the season for them. Massive. Massive. And then right, right after that, at Atlanta – at Atlanta, right after that. I mean, the very next night. You know how far it is from Florida to Georgia? I do. I just drove it. I just it's insane. Did, I just did it. It's draining. It is. I mean, I can't believe, like, I mean, probably a couple movies on a plane. I mean, you could get through at least a half of an Avengers movie. Half of, I mean, a couple Friends episodes. On the way there. Jennifer Aniston just looking at you the whole time. All right. All right. Well, the schedule stuff is just it's so much it's so overwhelming let's take a quick break and when we come back let's go through every single game and let's figure out the Mavericks schedule and the Mavericks ranking and where we think that they are going to land in the Western Conference the NBA playoff picture all that stuff let's take a break and when we come back let's go through the entire schedule game by game (laughs) all right Isaac All right, so if you listen to yesterday's podcast, you know that everything we did in that first segment was just garbage. Straight trash. Now, we just don't we we've we make jokes about this. We've texted about it today. We just don't get the hype around no, the schedule. Not at all. The schedule really. For not any team. It's not just the Mavs. Like this is just the one thing that the NBA builds up. Like, and I get Do you use do you use Tweet Deck? And everybody that uses yeah. Tweet Deck, like, I have different columns. I have like my favorite people that i follow i have national tv or national nba people local people i have a mavs column and i have a lakers column and the whole tweet deck was just like going crazy with just all these i mean it was just flying as soon as the schedule came out it's wild the, here's here's the thing 
if you travel with the team and you're a beat writer, I get it 100% yeah, because matters. this determines your whole travel schedule and everything when you're away from family and road trips and all that stuff. If I you're get like, that. If you're like a, uh, um, if you're like a Brad Townsend, this matters. Yeah. If you're like a Tim Cato, this matters. Yeah. Like that, that, that matters for sure. And even as fans, like it's fun. It's fun to look at this and say, like for me, when I first look at it, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, when, when's the first time Zion comes to town or something like that? I'm like, okay. Um, you know, whatever. I just don't, I mean, we, we obviously made jokes in the first segment because the things I do get frustrated with is trying to predict like who uh, wins and losses. That is absolutely impossible one of my pet peeves with schedules is like oh it's front loaded or it's back loaded or it's that's a tough stretch through there in january it's make or break okay we don't know who how good these teams are we just seen a sacramento team that before last season we would have looked at the schedule and said oh sacramento easy win easy win and now they, they they fought for the playoffs you didn't even know that and vice versa, some of these teams that you think are going to be good and then one of their players tears their ACL or something and they're trash come March. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I circled that and talked about it for 20 minutes. And I, it, I now mean, it's just nothing. Not to uh, completely just lay waste to you and your predictions last year. You had the Cavs as a playoff team last year. 100%. Yeah. A, because a, I thought they're. An informed, smart NBA person thought the Cavs were a playoff team. And then <laughs> now you look at it and you're like, how could he possibly think that? Well, at the beginning of the season, there were signs that they were actually going to try and that Kevin Love was going to play and all these kind of things. And then all of a sudden, by the end of the season, it looks ridiculous. Exactly. And us, of all people, look at how the Dallas Mavericks yeah. started last season saying they played Phoenix. They have they have Minnesota and Chicago and Atlanta. <laughs> and then they played Toronto and Utah. And, like, and, and you're like, oh my gosh, look at the easy start to the schedule. Okay, they went two, you know, two and two and two in the first four games of these teams that are supposed to be so bad. It's just impossible to. There are things that you can pull from it, absolutely, and we're going to talk about talking yeah, points. Like I about think you schedule. can. I think you can look at the schedule and say this is an easier stretch. This is a harder stretch. But you kinda, can't, you can't call yeah, them winnable yeah, kinda. games. Yeah, yeah, you just can't you can't sit there and say, "Oh, that's a win, that's a loss." You know, go back and forth. Yeah. Um, we I joked about them playing every team. You know, when a schedule drops, you know, basically, I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, cool. I'm glad this schedule's out." Honestly, I look at it and say, "Hey, I know where I'm taking voc- vacation throughout the season. Uh, <laughs> it's it means nothing about the opponents to me. No. So because they're gonna play every team twice, once at home, once away, um, except one of Dallas's away games is in Mexico City, but. I mean, it's just which is better. They're playing Detroit, which is closer. That's <laughs> yeah, that's better for yeah. the Mavericks. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we just laugh about it we, because it's made such a big deal by the league now. And I don't want to, I don't want y'all to think that this is a like a taking shots. It's a yeah, league yeah, like, thing. Like it, Bo, this is a league on, thing. Like Bo on the OP, they went through every single game. We were kind of, I was kind of making fun of that, but we're not. Oh, we love them. Yeah, They're yeah, awesome. Yeah. This is not like, we're not throwing secret shade at them. This is no, like no, no, the no. NBA They're yeah. great. No, don't even. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. I yeah. Don't we, know. we love those guys. Matt, go follow Mavs highlights. He's, he's amazing at, at getting his highlights yeah, yeah, yeah. out. And he's, he's great. So it's I a, thought it's about a that league. halfway through the, the fake tease I was doing. I was like, Oh dang, they actually just <laughs> did that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. They're great. Go listen to their podcast. Uh, we're talking like a league thing yeah, about how yeah, much yeah. the league makes out of this. Uh, I get the one thing I do get is like the Christmas day games those are cool because like that's yeah. the like marquee we knew thing. those like, like a week ago <laughs> yeah yeah those are like a, yeah, a week ago and all that stuff so or the people um, announcing like looks like the mavericks will start their season against washington on the 23rd i'm like yeah we knew that two weeks ago 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, um, you want to talk about actually a couple things that we did pull from it or just some talking. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to talk about the national TV game thing? Because I do just want to mention last year they had, I think they had three, right? So the national TV, I count NBA TV, but I don't think a lot of people do. Okay. Uh, uh, no, 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 I don't count that. Okay. Last year they so had five, I think two ES, two ESPN and three TNT last year. So five national televised games between ESPN and TNT last year. Now this year, turn it around. They have nine on ESPN and four on TNT. So that's obviously from five to last year to thirteen games this year. That's a big, pretty good jump. Oh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, no, the number I have is is correct. I don't know why I randomly thought that didn't. Yeah, okay. they have thirteen this year. They had they had eleven in twenty seventeen eighteen. Yeah, and everything we said about the national Tevye game, no, it's bullcrap. I was just we we're kidding about the brighter lights and all that stuff. Oh it's yeah, just, yeah, the it, Portland. It's just fun the, that the two yeah, games yeah. Again in Portland about the more lights and the cameras and Jeff Fingunny's very shiny head. Um, they matter to the Bengals though. Bengals never win national TV. Um, I think it matters more when you play in certain places yeah. rather than national television. You the play in the, MSG or yeah. Staples or something like that. That's a little bit different feel, uh, but national televised games. Okay, they know that they're on national TV, but you know, okay. In today's so, game. So that being said, let's go through the stuff that actually matters. Then, since we made fun of all the stuff yeah, that yeah. doesn't matter, so I think the stuff that matters is the back to backs, like what, where they are, how many there are, where they're many, where yeah. they're positioned, who are you playing in the second night of a back to back? Because those are, those are the ones that are hard. Uh, I think those matter. What's another thing you think matters? Uh, well, just a couple of those back-to-backs are at home. Those that's big, you know, when you, you know, there's a home stretch there, I think in January, uh, in which they play. I mean, it's a tough back-to-back. Yeah, there's, Jan- there's two back-to-backs in a row in, uh, early December. Uh, there, they play the Pelicans, then they play home for Minnesota. And then the other back-to-back is the Pelicans at home and then Sacramento at home. Okay. Um, so this back-to-back you get at home. Well, that home, uh, that home one of the first of December, I have that as an away game for some reason, but on the third, oh, I could be wrong. Um, no, yeah, yeah, no, but, yeah. The, the Pelicans one is away, but then the the but, second night of the back to back is home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then in January, there's another one that's a home double home back to back. They play the Lakers on a Friday night. They play the Sixers on a Saturday night. So <laughs> that's tough. a tough, that's a tough back to back. But no, I think it's just the number. I think there's what 13 back to backs or 14 back to backs. Yeah, there's 13 this year. Last year there were 14, and the year before that there were 15. Yeah, I mean, so that I mean, that's I think the league average is right around that that 13, 14 yeah. mark. It's a little over um, 13. It's like 13.1, which is. I look at some of the stretches that, you know, is just as far as travel goes, you know, their longest, you know, this is, this is huge. When you look at the second part of the season of where if Dallas is one of these teams, like we project them to be fighting for the playoffs, you know, their longest road trip comes after the, um, after the all-star break and yeah. Yes, both of both of their longest road trips come come after the All Star break uh, at the end of February into March, and then they have another four game road trip in March. That's all in one week. So both of those long, longer ones, it's not crazy. It's not like you know two and a half weeks or something like that. Both of those longer road trips are in those final you know three months basically of the season. So that that's bigger whenever you got a team like Dallas that's going to be fighting for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that matters the the 
the stretch after you know the All Star break, you look at and you're like, okay. I mean, I tweeted out the last ten games for the Mavericks. The, I mean, this is this is really tough. Houston, Utah, Milwaukee, at Minnesota, at Memphis, at Brooklyn, Houston, Detroit, at Denver, home for OKC. That's that's how they end the the season. Yeah, so we look at that and we say, hey, that's tough. But going back to our thing before, we're like, hey, it's tough by what we think some of these teams are going yeah. to be. Um, let's just say OKC's out of it at that point. Yeah, I mean, you look at it right now and say, okay, Denver. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to reverse from the very end of the season. The last game of the season's OKC. Those yeah. April games. Let's just say that. You know, Denver, Detroit, Houston, Brooklyn. Uh, those four out of the last five games are teams that will you know will be fighting for the playoffs for the most part. You know, if Kyrie goes down halfway through the season, Brooklyn's probably not gonna make the playoffs. So that yeah, could you know they could They might. Okay. The they East, have DeAndre the Jordan. East, so man. Okay, that's true. It is the East. But like Houston uh, but De- could already have their playoff spot already set. Kind of, I I wanna say that, but I feel like that doesn't make any big of a difference in the past like few years. And like that's still that Houston game is still the fourth to last game of the season. It's not the last one. Yeah, but Houston, so, Houston needs to do. They need to do some some resting. <laughs> I mean, they need to start setting yeah. some of these guys, especially the two guys that they have. But it could be reversed too. It's where the West is going to be so strong. You know, it might those last few games yeah. could determine whether they get the two and, seed and or this something. This is why like the schedule so. doesn't matter because we talk ourselves in circles. You can find exactly you can find both sides of it. <laughs> Schedule talk is great for hashtag content, but you can't like make anything out of it for because it's just circles. Um, you know, and they play. And don't Memphis. forget, we're here every day. <laughs> we are. <laughs> this, this is what we do. Hashtag content. Um, so yeah, I think there's. Yeah, you know, I think the home. Okay, the home stretch in January, in which they play, uh, you know, six games in a row at home right after the new year. So on new on new year's Eve, they play at OKC. This has been a thing for Dallas for the past years. They play in Oklahoma city. Yeah. They're like team, uh, they're team employees that joke that, that they have spent the past like three, I forgot how long, <laughs> how many new years in Oklahoma city, uh, there. And they've brought family up to stay in OKC stuff with family stuff. That's just become a thing now. And they for, did the home and home last year with OKC. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, they have that game at OKC on New Year's Eve, and then they start this six-game home stretch, and that home stretch is going to be huge for them because you know, especially right. After, I mean, they're playing Brooklyn, then Charlotte, then Chicago, and then they got three games. You know, the second half of that homestand is Denver, Lakers, Sixers. That's that's three tough games, and you know, that's about a month before the the All Star break and all that. But I mean, that, when you have a, that 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 next stretch. Denver, home for Denver, home for the Lakers, home for Philly. That's a back-to-back. At Golden State, at, at Sacramento, that's a back-to-back. Home for Portland, home for the Clippers, at Portland, at Utah. Yeah. Oof, that is, a, that is a stretch right there. <laughs> we were joking around, but honestly, that that's a part in the schedule where you kind of figure out who your team is. And that's in, that's in late January, so you kind of already have an idea of what your team is. But if they're in a make-or-break situation, that part of the schedule could break them. Yeah, 100%. And that that's when you look at, you know, last year when Dallas, really the past couple of years, Dallas has gotten off to these slow starts. Yeah. And, you know, you look at the first part of the schedule. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's, let's look at the beginning part of the schedule because slow starts has definitely been a thing Dallas is doing. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll focus our attention on the very important beginning of the NBA schedule for the Mavericks. 
But before we do, if you're a fantasy football player, please subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Football every single day. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy. We has, has have you done anything for twenty years? I don't think I've done anything for twenty years, right? Like I went to school for twenty years, I think, right? Close to that. Yes, I've went to school for twenty years for sure. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think I've done anything twenty years. So go listen to Vinny on Locked On Fantasy Football uh, and get your fantasy football info. Also, Locked On NFL. Last week is one of the most listened to shows in the NFL. All of NFL shows, it's one of the most listened to. Expert analysis, a former NFL scout. This is a guy that actually scouted NFL players, Matt Williamson. It's hosted so by Brian, Brian Peacock. You can go <laughs> scout <laughs> scout with Matt Williamson, uh, and you can subscribe to Lockdown NFL to get all your national daily podcasts on the NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. That's what they told me to say. Matt's unique take. I hope it's a unique take because if it's not, then this copy is something. So there you go. Guys, listen to that, and we'll be right back talking about the beginning of the schedule. All right, Isaac, so let's walk through the beginning of the schedule. Um, we really still don't even know what some of these teams are going to look like. Like Washington is just a complete mystery. They're probably going to be terrible, but we have no well, idea. We thought this the Suns where, were going to be terrible last year, and then Mavs lost exactly. the Suns. This is where it gets into, especially at the beginning of the season, you honestly have no clue. No. You have no clue. I mean, this happens in every sport, the NFL, uh, everything. At the beginning of the season, you're like, okay, anybody can beat anybody at the beginning of the season because even the bad teams that you think are going to be tanking, they're not tanking at the very beginning. They're they're trying to figure out what they have. Like, everybody is shooting for the playoffs at the very beginning. So that's why, you know, coming in, yeah, I mean, I guess if you had to pick one team in the league to play, you know, Washington's probably going to be one of those teams that you would yeah. pick. So you get Washington in the beginning, but this is also before they probably trade Bradley Beal at some point, right? Like you got to think, yeah. you got to think that that he might be the next guy to go. So you're playing him before that. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, Washington. Those first four games of Washington, New Orleans, Portland, and Denver. Um, yeah, I mean that. Those are. It's not a cakewalk for those the Lakers right after that on Friday yeah Lakers right after that so I mean you get the Lakers as your Lakers at home on Friday night on ESPN and for your third for your fifth game of the season third home game of the season Uh, that is the welcome the duo to the league type moment yeah Uh, all eyes are going to be on that game not just I mean it's the Lakers AD and LeBron's in town uh, Porzingis and Luka against those guys, uh, unless they arrest KP for that game. Um, that's another thing, you know, where I, I would, I really think that, and this is not sourced anything. I think the Mavericks look at this calendar and say, they pick out their KP dates right now. Yeah. I, and, I think they, they try and look ahead. Uh, I was on locked on NBA yesterday and, uh, Josh Lloyd asked me, he's like, what do you think about Porzingis? And I said the exact same thing you just said. I said, I not source, but I do think the Mavericks are going to kind of load management with KP and that they're, he's yeah. probably, well, Tim Cato pro- said on this pod that it's 15 games. He's heard the 15 games and mm-hmm. he, yeah, he yeah. reported that on the pod. So it's just a matter of how they pick those 15 games. I think that they'll do it before the season and look at the schedule and say, here's the 15 games rather than, Hey, let's get going. And up. Oh, Let's see how you feel. All right, now here's a game. I think that's going to be a very strict load management type of thing. And there's 13 back-to-backs, so that's all those. Yeah. And then the uh, then two extras to get to that 15. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. like a before the All-Star break kind of thing, uh, maybe the last game of the season. Who, who knows? Something like that. So that's definitely something to look, look to. Uh, the back-to-backs but- where they were positioned I thought was kind of interesting. Uh 
I think this is just this is proof that the NBA really knows what they're doing with the schedule. Um, back to backs. There's zero in October. There's not that many games. There's one in November, three in December, three in Wait, January. Real, real, real quick with the back to backs. Let's just go. Let's just mention them as we go through them. Like the the travel, I think is the is the biggest key to that. That's that true. first back to back in November is New York at home. So you're on Dallas to Memphis the next day. Short. I mean that's really short flight. So that's a definitely favorable. Um, back to back on that. That's the only but one. December. And I was just going to go through and say there's three in December, three in January, three in February, three in March. Boom. Like they're all okay. spread out kind of evenly. And then, yeah, let's, let's go through each of them. As we're talking well, that, about. that first one, December, you know, you're in new Orleans on that Tuesday night and then you're coming back home to Dallas. Easy, easy travel. <laughs> like any of the San Antonio, Houston, OKC, Memphis, New Orleans, all of that, even Denver to an extent, that's easy travel. It's fairly, you know, pretty dang close. So yeah, that's an easy one. The second back-to-back is a home back-to-back. So obviously that's easy. There's no traveling with that. The last and one then, The last one in um, in December is at Golden State at the Lakers. So that's that's, that's a your- tough back-to-back for like, Teams. Difficulty wise, yeah. yes, team team wise, uh, but still, obviously, you stay in California for that back to back. Moving up to January, then it's the Lakers Sixers back to back that we talked about. That's at home, both of those. Yeah, back at home, and then right after that is another back to back. But it's you stay in the state of California. You have Golden State and Sacramento. Golden State Sacramento. That's not hard travel either. Yeah, yeah, that no, that's it's not all. I mean, once again, this is all pretty favorable back to back travel wise. Uh, then you got a great back to back at the end of January. You're playing in OKC, like I said, those five teams that you like to travel with the back to backs on. Then you come home for Phoenix the very next day. Another great favorable back to back, and then you get into February into the at Washington at Charlotte. Honestly, that gosh, that could be your farthest travel and that's still not a ton you know i have one that's that's january 31st oh okay okay and february 1st yeah yeah yeah, yeah. At sorry Houston, home for atlanta that one's really good too at houston home for atlanta yeah i guess i mean that could oh yeah yeah that's good yeah that's at home for atlanta um yeah and then washington charlotte and then Those are both on the road the biggest game of the season at orlando after the all-star break <laughs> totally kidding about that that's uh, but really, Orlando, Atlanta, Atlanta is super quick. I mean, yeah, super quick. So, and then I mean, really, you get into March and Minnesota and sh- Chicago, both fairly close. Yeah, that's really um, close. San Antonio, then back to Dallas for Denver. That's close. O- honestly, the before that, back to back, the at Minnesota, at Chicago. Before that, they're at Miami. Then they go two nights, and then they go <laughs> at Minnesota. That's kind of that's that's the toughest. That's going to be harder than some back to backs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then that last, you know, back to back is the Lakers and Sacramento, so both in California. So obviously they've, you know, this isn't any. None of those are crazy. Sh- yeah, like at Charlotte and then at Minnesota or you know something like that. None of those type of games. So um, pretty favorable travel wise for all the back to backs. The NBA is really, really try to cut down on these. They don't do any four games and five nights anymore. That's the, this is the third year in a row that they haven't had that. So we don't have to worry about that. Um, I saw one take from a, a – ironically, it was a guy from NBA Serious, the Serious Radio, <laughs> that we were making fun of the other day. Uh, a guy said, 
with no back to back with you know less back to backs and no four games in five nights, nobody should ever talk about load management. They should you know if NBA if anybody in the NBA is saying that they're going to load manage, then they're just ripping off fans. Oh gosh, that's that's a bad take. Yeah. Like, think about Porzingis. I I think the only reason Kawhi was load managing last year and why that became a thing was because of his injury. I mean, he was coming off a real big injury, and San Antonio played like nine games the season before. He looked terrible. He looked so bad. And so he was coming back, and he had to manage that, and he had a long playoff run in front of him, and it worked. And even even still in the the finals, he didn't look that great. He didn't look 100%. Yeah. And that was with load management. If they um, if, if they hadn't load managed Kawhi Leonard, they wouldn't have won the finals. Yeah, sure. I'm going that far. <laughs> There's a few more things I want to point out. One, we've already talked about it, but Zion, obviously, game two of the yeah, season. Yeah, okay, let's do the, the games that we're looking forward to at the end. Well, I only have like a few. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to all of them because we love the Mavericks. Of course, of course. But I'm just saying, like, obviously, we've talked about the Zion thing. Zion versus Luka, October 25th, second game of the season on ESPN. That's massive. People, actually, all eyes will be on them for that game yeah. before the Lakers game. Uh, and obviously, the biggest thing that people are talking about is that November stretch, you know, with the Knicks, you know, home and away. You get, you know, Porzingis' return, you know, to New York. Uh, actually, Dennis will come here first on the 8th of November, uh, yeah. which will. Which will be fun, and we're you know we're all looking forward to seeing Dennis. I'm sure Dennis is looking forward to coming to play in Dallas, <laughs> um, and then you know on TNT in Madison Square Garden on November 14th, Dallas plays at the Knicks. Porzingis returns to New York. That will be a whole spectacle to watch, and uh, you know he's going to want to play um, pretty good yes. in that game. Yes, so, those games for sure. I, I do want to mention this: the third week of the season. I think is massive for Dallas. And once again, going back to the Kings thing, you don't know who's going to be exactly bad and good. But when if you if you're trying to predict the worst teams in the league right now, the Cavs, the Knicks, and Grizzlies are going to be probably one of those teams. Yeah. And that that third week of the season, they play in the same week. They play Cleveland, Orlando, the Knicks, and the Grizzlies. That's the week that could be their first week from last season that they need to go into that week and, and win preferably obviously four out of four, but three out of four at least. And saying, Hey, if these teams are going to be the lower teams of the league, like a lot of people predict, you got to win. You got to put those teams away early on because you dig the hole. Then you find yourself in the middle of the season, trying to go on a crazy run to try to get yourself back into it. So that'd be that third week is huge for them. In my opinion. There's another Zion versus Luka game uh, in December, December third. That's at the Pelicans. Uh, that one's also that's on TNT. Hmm. There's a bunch of of uh, Pelicans games. Pelicans got a lot of national television games. I mean, they get Christmas Day. That's huge. That is. Massive. I will say this. I think Dallas plays on Christmas next year. Ooh. I think this could be our last time uh, enjoying Christmas. Uh, without the Mavs playing. Mm. I think Luke is just going to be that big. And I think we already see how popular he is with fans. And he's just going to build off that. And this, they're going to be better this year. This podcast is a testament to that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And my and YouTube channel, my personal one that blew up. Especially KP is as good as he is. I, I think that they got to put him on national television next year. Absolutely. There you go. That's the schedule breakdown. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, 
the first segment we were all we were making jokes so if anybody wants to tweet us you can uh, tweet us jokes as well i guess but there you go guys thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps peace out boom I was going to say something. I was going to say one more thing.